welcome to Redefining Balance for Working Moms podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Uh, Yes, even for you. You might just have to redefine what it looks like for yourself. I'm your host, fellow working mom and founder of Your Life Rocks, Jenny Stemmerman. Each week, I'll bring you practical, real-life tips to help you focus on the things that matter most in life and be the best version of yourself in every area that God has called you to. Ready to redefine what balance looks like for you and your life? Let's go. Hey there, welcome to the show. I wanted to thank you so much for taking time to tune into this podcast. Look, I know that there are so many other things that you could be doing with your time, and I'm just so glad that you're here. If you're new to the show, I'm Jenny. I'm a fellow working mom just like you and also the founder of Your Life Rocks. Your Life Rocks is an online resource for working Christian moms, and I hope that you download our app. I hope you subscribe to this podcast because Your Life Rocks, it's it's all for you. We do this all for you as a working mom, both on the podcast and in the resource, you're going to find tips and inspiration to live your very best life as a working mom, all the while keeping your faith at the center of it all. That is what we're all about. Now, today on the podcast, I'm going to get a little bit personal, but while I get personal, there's a lot in here for you to be able to apply to your life. And the reason why I wanted to share what I'm going through with all of you, one, is because Well, that's just what we do here. We're very transparent. But I also know that this is something that you might be going through as well. And if you're not going through it right now, you probably have in the past and you probably will in the future because, you know, this isn't my first rodeo. This is something that I have dealt with in the past as well. And I hear from so many of you that you are going through it. I see it in Facebook groups that I'm a part of and I hear it from my friends too. This is just something that comes with living all out there in your life. I'm talking about burnout, exhaustion, and working with an empty bucket and just feeling like your life is out of balance. Now, when we feel out of balance, when we feel crazy or like things are just overwhelming, it's usually one of two things, right? Number one, it means that there's something out of balance, something in our life that we have been neglecting and we need to shift our attention to create more balance. You know, when we think about things like guilt or, you know, just kind of that nagging feeling that something is not getting the attention it needs, probably because it's not getting the attention that it needs. And we can think about that as a negative thing, but I think about it as a positive thing. I love that we've been created to kind of have that regulation in us to know this needs our attention. We need to shift away from what we're doing to be thinking more proactively about something else. It kind of keeps us from having a complete disaster in our lives. Now, the second reason we can sometimes be feeling a little bit crazy and overwhelmed and exhausted is because we have been neglecting ourselves, meaning our bucket is empty, the gas tank is empty, and we can't go anywhere with an empty tank. Now, if you've listened to the show for a while, you know we're all about productivity, we're all about helping you be the best version of yourself, but we don't really talk that much about self-care. Now, Everywhere else you go on the internet, you're going to hear a lot about self-care. People love to talk about self-care. But, you know, for me, I just think it's such a slippery slope. It can very quickly become self-consuming. And even, I hate to say this, I know some of you are not going to like this, but it can become self-worshipping if we're not careful. Right now, the world is all about looking out for you first, putting yourself first, etc., But as Christians, we know that when you put anything ahead of God, it's idolatry. And this includes our fleshly needs. This includes focusing in on self-care and making it a bigger thing than it needs to be. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't need to happen, but again, it's slippery slope. 
But with all of that said, I do think that we need to talk about it. And we're going to talk about it today. Because when you're giving it all to your work, at home, in your communities, to your friends, your extended families, it's obvious that we're going to be left feeling empty. And oftentimes we don't have things in place to help us fill that back up. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Balanced self-care, how to fit it into your already full schedule and how to get yourself full so you can continue to serve in all the roles that God has called you to. Now, as I said before, I think that this is something that we can all relate to, whether we're feeling this way right now or we felt like this in the past. We know that everything is reciprocal, right? So if we felt like this in the past, we're probably going to feel this way in the future too. So even if you're in a really great spot, the things that we're going to talk about today will help keep you there. But also, if you find yourself back in this position, you now are going to be equipped with the tools to get yourself back on track on where you want to go. But I also want to talk about this right now for two reasons. First off, we're going into an incredibly busy season with the end of the year activities, both at work and at home. This is the time of year that you are giving yourself a lot. (laughs) You are doing a lot. You're taking on a lot and you're serving a lot of other people. So let's be proactive with ourselves and let's not get to Christmas and feel numb and tired and like we can't even be present and experience all of the wonders and joy that Christmas season has for us. But number two... I always say I'm a working mom struggling with the blessing of being a working mom right alongside with all of you. And right now, this is the message that I need to give because it's the message that I need to hear. It's the message that I need to work through. The activities that we're talking about today are things that I've been really focused in for myself in the last week. If you listen to last week's episode or you're in our Facebook community or we're friends on social media. You heard me share a little bit about what's going on with my family and what we've been dealing with in the last few weeks. My youngest son, he's 10, and he has cystic fibrosis, and we've been fighting a sickness since the first part of September. His lung function has been on the decline for the last year and a half with a serious drop after he got sick this fall. And for those of you that don't know anything about cystic fibrosis, it is a life-shortening genetic disease that kind of attacks your respiratory system, your digestive system. It's no fun. It's really not. <laughs> it's it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to be dealing with. But we've been pretty blessed in his life. You know, I would like to think with great health, but things have just been changing in the last year for us. And it's scary and it's hard to deal with. Now, with his latest sickness, we tried treatments at home with the guidance of his medical team and they failed. The treatments failed. They were not doing what they needed to do to get him back on the track for health. So we were admitted into the hospital for a 10-day stay, and then we did another four days of at-home IV treatments. Now, after all of that, he's still not where he needs to be with his health. I know. It's like the most devastating thing in the world. But at this point, we really can't do anything else for the next little bit because he's been on IV antibiotics and oral antibiotics for so long that his digestive system needs a rest. It needs to get back to where it needs to be. So we're resting for the next four weeks, and then we'll do the whole thing over again. So if you're looking for someone to add to your prayer list, we would certainly appreciate it. But as you can imagine, like going through all of this as a mom, it's emotionally and mentally exhausting, especially with this whole thing happening right alongside work (laughs) that doesn't necessarily stop taking care of my other son and everything else that's a responsibility in my life. Now, luckily, I have a great community of family and friends that are supporting us and praying for us. But like I said, it's been exhausting. And being at the hospital for 10 days, 
that's physically exhausting as well. Now, for the podcast production schedule, there were plans for a different topic for this week. But in full transparency and honesty, I just felt too empty to even put my mind into the place of what the content was supposed to be for this week. I was too empty. I couldn't record it. I couldn't come up with what the content needed to be for you. And it was the first time in almost four years of doing this podcast that I was at a loss for words of what to speak. Literally, I knew I was at a breaking point when my husband was going to bring me chips and guac from Chipotle and they were out of guacamole and I legit cried. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. I cried because there was no guacamole. Really, I cried because I was tired of the resistance. I mean, everything just feels heavy in this season and everything just feels like there is so much resistance and nothing is coming easy and the smallest things are so hard. I mean, even getting guacamole. So while I was upset there was no guacamole, I would normally not cry over guacamole, but everything seems bigger and heavier and stronger than us when we are exhausted. So if you've cried over something silly, know that it's not silly. It's important to know that you're having an emotional response to something bigger then what is right in front of you? And it's a sign that you need to fill your bucket. It's a sign that you are empty, my friend, and you need to take care of yourself. And one thing that I've noticed over the last couple of weeks in dealing with everything that we were dealing with is that no one else can fill my bucket for me. I'm gonna say that again. No one's gonna fill your bucket for you. This is a job that you need to do for yourself. I mean, at one point I had had a thought of, gosh, I'm taking care of everyone else's needs. Who's going to take care of mine? And you know what? The truth is I had friends and family asking what they could do to help me. They were offering help, but it wasn't what I needed. It was to no fault of them. I mean, I could have told them exactly what I needed, but I didn't even know what to say. And the truth is it's because it could not come from someone else. There was nothing that they could do. So if you find yourself here in a situation similar to this, if you find yourself empty and tired and depleted, this is what I did, what I found to be helpful for me. And I hope that it will be helpful for you as well. First and foremost, and this came from a friend who was being very, very helpful in guiding me through this process, is to feel all of the feelings and be honest with myself about them. And this was really hard for me to feel all the feelings because I wanted to be brave and strong and resourceful and still do all of the things. And in order to do all of the things, oftentimes we need to take all of the feelings and push them deep, deep, deep down inside so that we can function. But they're still there and they're trying really, really hard to come out and they will come out. I mean, I was crying over guacamole, you guys. But the truth is, is you can do all of the things that we're going to talk about. But if you don't acknowledge your own emotions and you let them run their course, they will push themselves to the surface at the times that you do not want them to be pushed to the surface. Now, one thing I know about dealing with ugly emotions, what I consider ugly emotions, emotions are beautiful. Yep, they are. But for me, I just don't like them. I don't like feeling sad. I don't like spending a lot of time in yucky feeling, you know, when things just don't feel good but it's also necessary to process them. And so I know that for me, what works well is something that I learned a long time ago. It was in a book and I can't remember the name of the book. I will have to figure it out and I will put it in the show notes. But essentially it is having what's called hippo time, allowing yourself time to just lay in the mud, but it is for a set period of time. Like you are deciding like, this is when I am dealing with the emotions. This is how I'm gonna deal with the emotions. 
And this is kind of the limits of what I'm allowing it to take over because you don't want to turn into like this woe is me. At least I didn't want to turn into like this woe is me kind of a person, right? I wanted to be able to experience it, move through it, do what's necessary and move on with all of the other things. Now, when I gave myself that time to feel all of my feelings and to experience them, I needed to feel all of these feelings with God. Because when I try to process all of the emotional things, and you might be going through something just stressful at work or stressful in your marriage or whatever it is, but anything that's bringing up those emotions, whenever I try to process them without God, it turned into a pity party way too fast. It got really ugly. And honestly, I felt like my mind was like a train off its tracks and going in a very dangerous direction. And so I really needed to be partnering with God as I was feeling all these feelings, because also with him, I found comfort. I found the right kind of permission to work through them and working through them through the lens of truth and not through the lens of lies. Because when you are dealing with your emotions and lies start to creep in, oh man, that is a dangerous, ugly, hurtful place to be. So when you're dealing with your emotions, I highly encourage that you do them in prayer, that you invite God into that entire process because he is so gentle and he will keep you alignment with truth while you are processing all of the feelings that you're feeling. All right. So that's number one, deal with your feelings. Number two, take care of your physical body. And y'all, this one was hard for me, man. This one was really, really hard, but you need to sleep you need to rest, you need to go easy on yourself. And this is how I kind of think about self-care overall, but especially when it comes to taking care of our physical bodies in times of high stress. I want you to think about how you would take care of a toddler. Now, I'm not saying that you are a toddler, but if you think about how you take care of a toddler, it makes sense. You keep them with a consistent bedtime, you give them a nap when they need it, you make sure they are bathed, they get dressed, they eat healthy, they do something creative, not too much screen time. You take them to a place where they can run and play and get their energy out when they have too much energy. Because when they get the energy out, they can function and focus and do all of the things so much better, including sleep. Now, as adults, we're not that different. I mean, obviously we are, but you know, really, when we're thinking about how we take care of ourselves, think about how you take care of a child. And make those things happen. When we find ourselves depleted, we need to start taking ourselves with the most basic of those needs. It's easy to eat what is convenient or for me to eat out of stress, but you have to fight the urge. Make healthy choices and limit sugar. Take your vitamins because when you do these things, they contribute to being able to handle everything so much better. All right. So once you've taken care of your emotions, you've taken care of your physical self, Then you want to test and try things that will fill your bucket because here's the thing. I wish I could say, girl, this is what you need to do and it will fill your bucket, but we are all so very different and you might already know. You might be like, I I got this. I know exactly what I need to do to fill my bucket. It might be going for a walk. It might be reading a book. It might be going out with friends or having a conversation with someone. You might know exactly what it is or you might be like, uh, no clue. (laughs) I have no idea what will fill my bucket. And if that's the case for you, then you need to try some things out. And when you find something that works for you, that makes you feel better, then you need to double down on that thing. But you just need to try things for a short little stint and see what works for you. It might be 
spending time with special people, working out, reading, going on a walk, doing something creative, or something else completely entirely. Now, for me, I'm a total introvert, like total introvert. And so I thought I just needed some alone time because, you know, when you're in the hospital for 10 days, there's zero alone time. You're always, I was always either with my son or there was a medical professional in the room or whatever. There was always people around. There was no alone time. So I thought that's what I needed. So I scheduled a few hours of it. And you know what? It didn't help. It didn't help at all. So I had to try something different. And I went on a date night with my husband to reconnect with him because there's just so much going on. And that helped fill my bucket more than the alone time. I needed that connection with him in a safe place to be able to talk through things, to to laugh, to have a better perspective and understanding of things that were happening, not just with my son, but in the whole part of my life to reconnect with those other things. The other thing that really filled my bucket, like to where I could actually do this podcast today was deep cleaning my house. I know it sounds crazy, but the combination of the physical activity with getting stuff done and feeling productive really, really helps me out big time. So if you can't find anything, try deep cleaning your house. If it doesn't work, at least your house is clean. (laughs) So, you know, there's that. There's an added benefit. Now, the last thing that I did that really helped me was really the last thing I wanted to do. I have to say it was not something that was like, oh, I'm going to go and do this and it will help me feel better. No, it happened kind of by accident. But after it did and I reflected back on it when I was getting ready for this podcast and putting everything together for you. I was like, oh, it totally makes sense that this worked. And that's that I was listening to other people, like being there for them. And it wasn't that I needed to do anything for them because I couldn't. I mean, I was at a place where I could not serve other people, but I could listen to them, not talking about me, not talking about anything else, but just being there for someone else, simply listening. Because look, Everyone is going through their own stuff. And when we start to see that, it can change our perspective and take us out of the pit that we might find ourselves in. And this is one of the biggest reasons that when we talk about the three pillars of balance, community is one of them. If you've not heard me talk about this before, the three pillars are number one, putting God first in your life and everything goes through the filter of Jesus. When we put him first and seek first the kingdom of God, everything else will be given to us. That is the founding verse for Your Life Rocks, Matthew 6, And it is the truth of life, my friends. When we seek him first, everything else is taken care of. It just is. Number two is building a community. And number three is setting up the systems and habits that promote your definition of what balance looks like for you. And community is huge. When I went on that date night with my husband and hearing him talk about his thoughts and his emotions around our son being sick, all of the stuff that he was facing with work, it was huge for me just to be able to listen and get perspective and to take the focus off of my own emotions and my own thought process with everything that was going on. So I was talking with one of my employees that needed advice and mentorship with the situation And I also talked to my best friend that she was dealing with a lot of stuff going on with her family and just listening to her talk about her stuff took me away from being so close to all of the stuff that was going on with me. Again, I didn't do anything. I was too empty to do anything. There was nothing I could do. I couldn't give advice. I couldn't serve. I couldn't do anything. Truly, it was just me listening to them and taking the focus off of me. Now, it was just going to be those four things, but I actually have one more thing, so we'll make it five. 
Now, going through this and slowly filling my bucket, it has me thinking of the things that I need to adjust going forward. Now, I almost said change going forward, but I I caught myself and changed it to adjust because change just feels like too much work. And I'm all about the simple right now. You guys coming out of this and, and moving things forward, I'm all about the simple, all about the easy. And feeling like I need to change everything is too difficult. But there are some adjustments that I need to make to my SOPs, my standard operating practices, to my habits, to keep my bucket full so that I won't end up so very empty again. It's hard to come back from empty. It hurts to come back from empty because you feel all of the feelings. Everything is raw when you're coming back from empty. It takes time and it takes grace. But there are things that I see when I'm looking at this that I can adjust. I can make a little bit different in the things that I do each week, the things I do each month to make sure that as my bucket starts to go empty, I can see that and turn it around and start to fill it back up so we don't end up on empty again. Now, for our Life Balance members, I am going to be diving into this on our exclusive member-only podcast this month. So we're going to be talking about those things that we can do monthly and weekly and really look at our SOPs and see what is serving us to create more balance versus what is maybe taking from us to ultimately reach those goals that we want to reach. So if you are a Life Balance member, you can find our exclusive member-only podcast in the courses section of the Your Life Rocks app. And if you want more information on how to become a member, we would love to have you. You can go to lifebalancemembership.com. Now, I hope that these five things help give you some direction. If you find yourself getting your bucket empty or like me, you find yourself at the bottom of your bucket, even though, you know, this whole process, it's not something fun to experience. It has brought me to a deeper understanding of the grace offered by the Spirit of God. His presence in this entire situation was felt even when it was not seen. I mean, I was looking for it. (laughs) I could not, I could not always see it, but I could always feel it. And I truly believe, truly know that whatever it is that you're facing, he is there with you, whether you can see him or not, whether you can feel him or not, he is there with you. And I love hearing stories of what God is doing in other people's lives. I think it's so powerful to spread the glory of God, to give us hope. And to really help us focus and change our perspective so that we are really seeing the things that matter most. And that's why I'm putting together a series of stories of what Jesus has done or is doing in all of our lives. And if he is doing something for you, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you. The series will air through the holidays so that we can stay focused on the reason of the season and keep it live and in front of us all season long. If you have a great testimony that you would like to share, I invite you to visit yourliferocks.com forward slash walking with Jesus or send me an email at jenny at yourliferocks.com. Again, I hope that this podcast episode blesses you. And if you are in our Facebook community or if you missed last week's episode and you were like, I've already heard that episode before. Why is she playing it again? I just want to thank you for bearing with me while our family was going through this, while I was going through all of this, because you know what? It's not easy. It is so not easy walking this walk and going through the emotional things that we have gone through. And I just so appreciate your grace while we are dealing with all of this, while I'm recovering from all of this, and while we're facing what's next for our family. 
Again, if you're looking for someone to be praying for, I will gladly take all of the prayers that you can muster because, man, we need them. We need them right now. So I appreciate that very much so. And I appreciate you taking time to listen to this podcast. I hope you hit subscribe. I hope you download the app because there are a ton of great resources in there to help you with your faith, your marriage, parenting, home, health, career, finances, and friends and fun. All of the things that God has called you to. Until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye. Hey, just because the episode's over doesn't mean we have to stop hanging out. Head on over to Instagram and follow me there. You can find me at your.life.rocks. Or if you're more of a Facebook kind of girl, join our community of working Christian moms just like you. You can search Your Life Rocks over on Facebook and connect with us there. And if you're ready to truly create lasting balance and get results in your life, maybe it's time for you to join Life Balance Membership. Download the Your Life Rocks app in iTunes or in Google Play. You can upgrade to the membership right inside the app. And if you're looking for more resources to help you create more balance, head on over to yourliferocks.com.